0: Hello, how are you? Welcome to the podcast, Sport and Life, coming to you on Friday the 17th of July, recording this uh, up quite early this morning, 9, 9.30, which doesn't sound that early, does it? But I was back from work around 2.30am at Sky Sports News late shift. But got up early to speak to Adam Harper, who have been trying to get hold of for a while, Gloucestershire boxer on the comeback path. He is going to be fighting August the 8th in the Matchroom Garden in Essex, Eddie Hearn, the Hearn family's former home, now the uh, head of their promotional company, Maskells in Brentwood, Essex. He's going to be back there fighting a uh, real prestigious fighter. He's the underdog, Adam, up against Anthony Fowler. had a distinguished amateur career and has uh, had a setback last year at a fight I was in at Liverpool against Scotts Fitzgerald, but very much the bookmaker's favourite, as Adam will, will tell us. Um, thank you to Bang Oleson of Cheltenham for their continued support of the podcast. Specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands Providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Get in touch with Bang Noloffson, Cheltenham, through the website or their social media arm. Jason Big uh, Briggs, who's got his uh, shop in the courtyard in Mont- Montpellier in Cheltenham, very picturesque setting, as the name uh, suggests, evoking a, a real feel and ambience of of France, Southern France, to use a French word, ambiance. It's uh, also in association, the podcast, with Cytoplan food-based supplements, if you want uh, kind of the articulation of why we support them as a family. The Drapers, my father, nutritionist, and general practitioner, outlines that really. His theories around soil depletion in the era of mass industrial farming particularly trace elements and how they diminished in our food because of their relative um lack in the soil and how that will impact our health cellularly our immune systems at the moment things like that uh, with that in mind he is a big a big advocate of selenium and a, a supplement called Immunivite. the supplement uh, and a cytoplan provides a big uh, a big uh, sort of uh Go to for my for my old man, and that's I M M U N O V Y T E. Cytoplan.co.uk. and if you put in the discount code Draper10, my last name D R A P E R, got that right, didn't I spell that right? All capitals, letters, and then the numbers one zero, and you get ten percent discount. Right, Adam Harper, here he is. He had to retire after winning this English title because of. Uh, suspected adverse brain scans. Turns out after much revision, going to specialists last year, which you can hear in a podcast we recorded during lockdown a few months ago in the UK. Um, Remotely, I should should stress at that point because it was very much lockdown. He said that those those scans were reviewed by an expert. Turns out it was something genetic quirk in his uh, brain physiology was not uh, linked to trauma in the ring. So he is having one shot at redemption. He's newly engaged as well. Uh, this uh, did break up a little bit at times because uh, the situation rec- records and requires a uh, sort of good Wi Fi connection. I think he was on the move as he trains, building up to this fight against uh, the Scouser, Anthony Fowler, cousin of the footballer, Rob- uh, Robbie Fowler, legendary Liverpool striker, played for Leeds United as well for a spell. Uh, so there we have it yeah, coming up. Adam Harper, beautiful sunshine here. Hope you can enjoy this uh, this weekend as well. Hello, Adam. Hello, Adam. Hello, Hello how you doing? There we go, we're through. We've we nailed it first yeah. time. I got through with this technology, Lark. It's all good. I know. How are you? For people listening, we're speaking on a Friday morning, 10am. Have, have you been working already, training?
1: Uh, I've, I've done my run early doors. Ed. I'm always out the door about half five in the morning. Yeah. Um, doing my big hill runs and stuff like that. I'm a, a religious trainer. I think it's well documented by anybody that's been a, been like beside me in the, yeah. in the gyms or trained me or knows who I am, knows what I'm all about, that I'm... I try and get myself super fit and super strong and in the best condition possible. So, uh, I'm on it this time. I mean, I was on it big time anyway in lockdown last time we spoke. And funny enough, I was thinking this is my third appearance on your podcast now. I I know. uh, (laughs) You are. You're up there. uh,
0: You're up there in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) You're up there. Yeah. You're definitely one of the... Yeah, we had James Golden, who's a fitness trainer locally, who came on again this week. And I think you and him have have been on a few times. My old man's been on a few times over the summer because he's a doctor. So, we're getting advice on the... The coronavirus, but you've definitely been been a regular, and it's always good to, to get you on. It's been the kind of twists and turns as well, hasn't it? Because we thought you you kind of retired, and then you're back. And uh, Anthony Fowler, what, what's your thoughts? What, we coming up to three weeks out out from the fight,
1: twenty one days today. Yeah, look, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, it's going to be twenty three months since I have boxed by the time we get in the ring. Mm. So look, on paper, this shouldn't even really be a fight. I mean, I've been inactive for twenty three months. He's an Olympian Commonwealth gold medalist. I mean they tell you this himself. he likes to uh, dine out on his successes so um, and look don 't get me wrong he's but well, this is going to be my toughest fight mentally and physically i mean he 's called team machine for a reason he 's an absolute beast mm. um, i 've got no real nothing really bad to say about him. Look what he's done as an amateur and as a pro. He's only lost to Fitzgerald in a great fight. Yeah. Um. Albeit he did lose, it shouldn't have been a split decision. He, he did lose it, in my opinion.
0: But no, mm. Fitzgerald... well, yeah, it's a, it's a loss on his record, isn't it? And I was at that fight in Liverpool end of March last year. I was working for Matchroom yeah. hosting their their world feed, and it was it was an epic fight. But what did you learn from that? Because Fitzgerald was, was very clever. Obviously, he packed the power, and he knocked Fowler down late. But he he was very clever in the way he manoeuvred Fowler, didn't he? And kind of. Um, Almost let him tire himself out to a certain extent.
1: Yeah, well, um, look, I don't want to say too much, but and I don't want to sound too cliche, but if you watch Rocky Four IV when Ivan <laughs> Drago gets like cut and they say, look, he's not a machine, he's not a machine, he's human. Yeah. Fowler, like, yeah, he was a great amateur and he's doing okay as a pro, but realistically, has he done any better than me as a pro? Mm. I don't think so. I've got the, the like, if we're talking about our losses. Sherwood, he was ranked fifth in the world after he beat Jeff Horn. So, for me, it's level playing fields. I know I've got no stoppages on my record. Fowler's an absolute beast. Mm. So, I'm not going to say anything derogatory about him or bad, but um, all I will say is I personally think, and sorry for my bad language, but mm. Fitzgerald was the only lad who didn't shit himself going into ring with Fowler and he beat him. So, I mean, I'm not really phased by Fowler. I boxed, like I keep saying, I went to Australia alone, stupidly alone, And box a world-rated fighter. Yeah, I'm not really bothered about going to a millionaire's back garden and having a terror. I mean, (laughs) it's just, just, honestly, I see it as another day in the office. It's just something to get me excited to come back to. I've been in great shape for a long time. It's well, like before, I've had to crash a lot of weight because I put on weight in between fights, Mm. like some boxers do. But I've been in the gym since last. I don't know, September.
0: Well, you're also, also, also a tall guy with a decent frame as well. So to be fair, 154 pounds, 10 stone 7 is, is, is not necessarily your natural weight, even if you're fit, right? Because I think that's to give yourself a, a bit of fairness about putting on weight, that's probably um, natural for you to do so.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I, d- I definitely don't think Fowler will be comfortable making that weight. He's, apparently, he's massive. I've seen him in pictures of other lads who he's been sparring and who he sparred over the years. Like, I know he's a big lad for the world. Hello, Ed. Sorry Adam.
0: Sorry, you, you're in full flow there, mate. It was, it was beautiful, and I mean, uh, it got broken up a little bit. But that was um, that's great to hear that you feel so positive mentally, and that's good to go into a big fight like this in, in that way, isn't it? With that, the personal life uh, kind of uh, blooming as well.
1: Yeah, look, hundred percent. I think it was documented in previous things. I've had a bit of a tough time with family stuff. Um, I won't go too much into that. It's probably it's not really much better in any sense. But um, this is definitely the happiest I've been in my life and Mm. I feel it's reflected on my training my coach says I'm a different person and I've never ever trained this hard and I don't care what anyone says i train like a lunatic anyway I'm a nutter when I'm training (laughs) but it's it's brought out an extra five ten percent it's given me a bit more motivation and um look I'm ready to rock and roll and do the business I don't really care about all this underdog stuff and people writing me off and saying this and that I, I know what I can do and I know what I'm capable of doing and I thrive off this um, boxing these elite lads. I did it as the, in the amateurs. I was thriving off boxing them I and I, I look forward to getting in the ring and sharing the ring with Anthony Fowler. I think it's going
0: to... Yeah. You
1: know, I think it's going to be a great fight. And, I, and I, you know, I'm a bit upset that I'm being written off by everybody, but I was expecting it anyway. And um, I just look forward to proving everybody wrong once again.
0: Yeah, you have to, I suppose, ignore that, don't you? The, the noise around it as a, as a fighter and, and keep your head clear because you're telling me that you're taking a low profile on social media and, and things like that just to get keep yeah. your focus
1: Yeah well I mean I'm on, I've am on. i got all my social media platforms I'm private on Instagram, I've probably had 200 follower requests or plus that I just delete everybody who tries adding me don't even look at them, no. so it could even be friends I haven't spoke to um, I've still got Twitter but I've deleted the app um, my Facebook's on lockdown I've got no interest in what people do you, not, do you not want to
0: promote the fight on social you know people are sort of they're trying no. to be as public as possible sometimes the, no n-
1: no, uh, that's the last thing I want to do I, I'm not a salesman like Anthony with a CBD and, um, I, I'm, in there, I'm in there to be a fighter not a mm. salesman not a promoter I just want to be, get in there do my job and um, try and cause another upset um, yeah but like I keep saying, I've got the utmost respect for Fowler. I mean, he's a superb fighter, an even better athlete. And um, look, this, this is another great name on my record. And I plan on beating him and looking good doing it.
0: Good, good, man. Well, it's good to hear. What about um, this, this? I was curious, the moment that you, you became engaged. Did you ask Simon Goodwin, former Cheltenham Town and Southampton footballer, for his daughter's hand? Is that how it works or how did it play out?
1: Yeah, I did actually. Did yeah. you? I did Ed and I, hand on my heart I was more nervous asking him than about this fight. <laughs> that's he's that's a, a big was, boy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a lump, so I was a bit uh, a bit worried about going to see him actually. So, you know, I've already conquered that one, so this fight's nothing compared to that. Yeah. Um the the engagement question was the hardest thing I've ever done. Take away any of my fights, so yeah, no, now that's all done and dusted. That's uh, I feel a bit more relaxed
0: now. Yeah, not to put, not not to sort of um, pick at a sore, but you you're still estranged from your mum, are you? Not being able to share that sort of celebration with her.
1: Um, my mum's very poorly still, out in hospital, mm. and um, me and my brother don't think she'll be, she'll probably never be the same, and I don't know if she'll ever really recover. Oh man. Um, so but look, this is. Uh, I don't want her to sound like I, she still speaks to me on the phone when she can, she's not always capable of doing so but um, sadly I've just got to keep pushing on, she understands I've, taught, I've let her know the good news and she, she seems happy, she knows that I'm fighting again and whether it's actually registering with her I'm not too sure but she's uh, she's still in hospital at the minute and it's, it's been a real rough 12 months for her so um, all I can really do is stay positive mm. for myself and try and just keep keep plugging forward that's probably what she would uh she would want herself so that's all I can really
0: do i think yeah she'll be immensely proud really sorry Tia, she's struggling but I think she will be of of your kind of fortitude not only in the start of your career but coming back now after the the setback and getting that all clear is is fantastic and i suppose you sound very focused in the moment but do you sort of dream about what could happen with with beating someone of, of Fowler's profile i know he hasn't won a title yet but his profile potentially for you to to open up what shots at British titles and things like that, maybe?
1: Yeah, no, look, definitely. I'm more than aware that if I beat Fowler, it'll probably give me. Um, I've heard Fitzgerald's gone A-roll, and I'm not too sure what's going on with Scott. I, I actually think he's a real funny character and a mm. very, very dangerous fighter. Still the current British champion. I don't know whether that will stay after all his personal problems get sorted out. Um, if not, the winner achieves Meneginton. Um, obviously I'm not signed up to anyone so there's JJ Metcalf uh, I'm happy to pretty much if I can beat Fowler if, when, I'm happy to get in the ring and dance with any light middle or middleweight um, I kind of want to make as much money as I can, as quick as I can, win some titles and just retire and become a little happy fat man if I'm honest, <laughs>
0: You'll still be running, don't worry, it won't be fat you'll just be uh, kind of filling out, filling out that frame um, speaking of that you got, you, yeah, know tall, you, you, may, you mentioned Sam Egerton he's very tall isn't he but come up come up a weight to, to super, super well to weight what do you make of that fight against Ted Cheeseman because Cheeseman's looking to rebuild a touch
1: yeah well um, I think it's an interesting fight I think it's whoever gets a game plan off and I'm not sitting on the fence if you mm. held a gun to my head I would say Cheeseman's going to win mm. but it all depends on game plan if Cheeseman goes for an all out war with Egerton early doors he's going I think he gets stopped but if he boxes and moves for the first half of the fight, uh, like he did against Fitzgerald, um, and then engages, I think it's Cheeseman's fight to lose. Mm. I think Cheeseman's a fresher. I know he's coming off, he hasn't won in three, but he did beat Conway despite the draw. I think it was a win. Um, I think it was very close against Fitzgerald, flip of a coin. And then Garcia is a world-rated fighter, so there's no shame in his last three performances, in my opinion.
0: No. No, and, and Egginton as well. He's one of those kind of um, Cinderella stories of, of boxing, isn't he? Winning a European title against, against the odds. He was packing pallets in his teen years and stuff like that. And have you come across him? Because he lives in, he's from North Worcestershire, isn't he? Have you, have you mixed in circles with him, Spad?
1: We boxed as amateurs, then.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah. And he's a,
0: quite a good yeah, lad, Adam,
1: Harper, Adam Adam Harper win, but yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah, he's, in, look, he's improved a lot more since then. I can only imagine he wasn't training the way he did. He's a bit of an animal now um we sparred a few years ago when he was a completely different fighter he's very strong and he's look at what he's achieved he's he's like a he's a blueprint for what us lads should be really because um he's come from the bottom and he's he's really making a good go of it and he's made i can only imagine he's made a lot of money in the fights he's had and he,
0: mm. i
1: know he's very sensible and he looks after his family and he's bought a home so i really rate eggington i think he's a great lad and i think he's a superb fighter but for me uh, if I was betting on it, I'd be betting on Ted Sheehan mm, to win.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I was at a fight with um, Sam Egginton actually, it was one of those sliding doors moments where he had an opportunity on the rumour mill to fight Brandon Rios but he came out against a guy from Africa, Hassan McQuenya, in, up in yeah. Birmingham and it was it was kind of tragic because he came out and he was obviously trying to almost avoid trouble because he had this big Fight in the offing, and the issue was Mccunyi was come from a, a a quarry working to support his family. I think he was an orphan to support his brothers and sisters and he was obviously fired up and ended up stopping Egerton in that one it was It was um, just that kind of that danger sometimes of taking fights when you 've got something big in the in the in the foreground it's, Anthony Fowler was an interesting character isn't he because he 's obviously um, making a business out of CbD oil and he i think he 's quite sort of philanthropic about that. he believes in that product is, is causing sort of helping sorry. Ease anxiety and things yeah. like that, but he's, he's got a lot of bravado to him. Do you think sometimes that in boxing that can hide a bit of insecurity as well?
1: Um, maybe I, I, I've been told before by commentators, I think it was Andy Clark, I've got a lot of bravado, <laughs> and um, I don't think I've got loads of insecurities. I think everyone has the insecurities. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, I don't, know, I, I don't know what to make of Fowler as a person, I've never met him. I think he's a Marmite character, but probably so am I to some people. He's probably a real nice lad, to be fair, under the surface and all the bullshit that he talks about. Um, But sadly, I'll probably never get to see that side of him. He's probably a decent family man and a good friend to the people he is friends to. Um, I know he's not very liked by a lot of the Scousers, Mm. but they're probably just seeing the bravado and the salesman that he is and the businessman. So I kind of take my hat off to him that he's, he's kind of killing it in boxing and business, really. So I'm not going to be a hater and slate him too much. I'm not his biggest fan, he won't be on my Christmas card list, um, maybe after the fight he will be, but yeah, I'm not his biggest fan as a person, he's, I just don't see him as the kind of person I'd want to engage with, you wouldn't see me and him down <laughs> um, down the pub having a Diet Coke together anytime soon, <laughs> but that might change after the fight, Ed. He might, I might see a different side to him when the battle is yeah, yeah. Uh, finished, and we have a little hug, yeah. so I'm not going to say anything derogatory about him, because ultimately he's a superb fighter and Clearly, do it. he's a good businessman with the CB. Yeah, it's sister. funny with that
0: entrepreneurial flair because, of course, he's the he's the cousin of of legendary Liverpool striker Robbie Fowler. Bobby yeah, Fowler. Who's, who had a business with property and now there's sort of property seminars. There's obviously something in the in the family there that's kind of business business savvy. So that's that's interesting. And what have you been in terms of your preparations, Adam? Have you been able to spar properly and things like that with the lockdown restrictions? Um, I don't know what I'm allowed
1: to say on this front, Ed. So I'm going to leave it with <laughs> it's allegedly. It's been alleged that there's been some sparring, but I don't know if I've actually taken. I part. think I think, I think um, I vo- I think boxers allowed are
0: allowed now, aren't they, to spar as I understand it, in terms of unless you're in Leicester.
1: Um, yeah, well, I'm not in Leicester, so I'll, I'll leave it <laughs> at that. But it's alleged that I've been sparring some very, very good fighters. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that one just so I don't want to get myself in any trouble. But I'm sure you can read between the lines of that. And it's been uh, allegedly very good sparring as well. So, yeah.
0: yeah. You, so, you, do you expect to? I mean, obviously, we had the BT show the other week, Brad Foster. Uh, getting his Lonsdale belt outright and uh, in that fight. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of early days for boxing. Do you expect rustiness? Do you expect it's a good opportunity for upsets for, for like yourself?
1: Um, I don't really believe in ring rust, if I'm honest. I mean, if I did, I'd be taking the wrong fight now, wouldn't I? <laughs> Fowler after two but maybe you, ca- maybe you catch um, him cold,
0: though. What, what I'm saying is that maybe... The, I know Johnny Nelson, obviously former Cruiserweight world champion, has been on the podcast. He was saying he anticipated sort of shock results because of people's different preparations in lockdown, maybe being kind of new to the situation, not having a crowd, all that kind of stuff. He said he might throw up some some quirky results.
1: Yeah, I think it could do. I mean, Fowler's blessed that he's, uh, he's had all these IEBA tournaments where there's been no real crowds as well. So he's probably a little bit more suited. But at the same time, when I've been sparring over my years, it's just been me and my coach and three or four other lads in a little cold gym in Redditch or Birmingham <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. So... And I'm definitely not going there for the... It's not about social media and hype for me. I just want to go in there and fight and put on a great show and try and elevate my career back. And I'm not really fussed about the no crowd. It might bother me on the night. I'm not going to say it doesn't bother me now because I, I really don't know how it will affect me. But um, I'm sure the excitement and the fear factor mixed in together a foul is going to get me rocking yeah. ready on the Yeah, in
0: night. a fight. I mean, we've seen it in UFC as well. They've been going through you know mixed martial arts throughout the this summer as well, the lockdown. I think once that bell goes, you're focused, aren't you? There's no there's no distraction. In the fact, there's almost less distraction without a crowd.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's... Uh, well, I've never really... I've never experienced it maybe a couple of times as an amateur in championships in the ABAs, but come fight night, it'll be I uh, I can't really answer that, Ed, because I've never no. been there. Um, do, do, you know, do, I, do you know um, what it's going to look
0: like? Because it's in the match room, the promoter's back garden in, where I've been in Maskell's in, um, in Brentwood in Essex to the east of London. You've got the London skyline in the background but I don't know whether you're going to see that or whether there's going to be like a marquee in case it rains. It is the, is the British summer of course. We never know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing, I'm guessing I've seen some of Eddie's shows before and outdoor shows, even Frank Warren shows, they do like a big marquee over the top or a big canopy. You'd think there'd be that otherwise it'd yeah. be probably too slippery if it did rain. Um, I haven't really tried to picture the event too much. I start trying to visualise all that stuff in the last week or two when I'm running. Um, I do a lot of visualisation just to try and gear myself up to it. But um, at the minute, all I'm picturing is me and Team Machine in the opposite <laughs> corner going at it. That's the only thing that's in my head at the minute. Are you?
0: What's your? You've got tactics? Can you divulge? You've got a game plan? You got A, B, C, all that kind of stuff?
1: I might need D, E, and F as well, <laughs> I think. Yeah. But we've got a couple of things. Um, Look, it's well documented that I'm fit and strong and I come to bring it. I don't think Fowler's ever going to have been in with anyone as a pro that comes and brings it like me. Um, I'm relentless in my pressure and I like to think I'll be there till the end punching, punching, punching uh, on the front foot. So Jermaine. that's, you know, I can't I can't really make out I'm going to come out and do a Joe Calzaghi because it's not my way.
0: <laughs> Box and uh, move. Yeah, flurries, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, it's, look, I want to be, you know, it's all about being rough and ready. It's all about one of my titles and, um, but look, that's, that's that's all I really want to say on it. I, I'm I'm coming to bring it, and I'm not coming to get my belly tickled and roll over, and I'm coming to really have a good go. at good,
0: it mate. I know you're busy, I know you're tired as well from training, but quickly, just to ask you what the protocol is for you going down there to, to Essex? you have to be there for a few days beforehand, get the coronavirus tests and, and all that stuff, and be, be in yeah, a bubble? Go,
1: go down on the Monday with a team. Uh, have the test, stay in a hotel Monday, Monday for 24 hours until it comes back positive or negative. Pray to God it comes back negative, and then we have to stay in the bubble. And I think, uh, yeah, to stay within our bubble for that time until um, until fight night, essentially. I
0: appreciate your time, and I'm really looking forward to you and rooting for you to, to do well, man. It's been a really tricky, tricky couple of years. So, best of luck to you, and uh, and keep in touch. And hopefully, hopefully catch up, catch up afterwards. Cheers, Good luck sir. with Thank the you. next next couple of weeks, Adam. Thank you, bud. There we have it big speaking candid isn't he kind of cognizant i think of the, the risks of boxing and as i say we're not always thinking about the the immediate trauma we've seen tragedies in the ring of course in boxing deaths but i think a lot of us worry about who cover the sport the sort of cognitive uh, decline in boxers that sort of protracted and extended and, and a sort of premature dementia effectively chronic traumatic encephalopathy it's the big one, the CTE. There's a film about that. Will Smith related to American football. But Adam is in good spirits and, and as he makes some cogent points around the reality of mortality that you know we've not got forever here and we have to choose how to live that in our best possible way and, and realise it, our potential in the best possible way. And he's clearly got some uh, finished, unfinished business in the sport of boxing. It'll be a big match against Anthony Fowler August the 8th. Wishing the best of luck with that. Uh, thank you to Bang Olsen once more. Sponsors of the podcast, specialists, In the finest home entertainment systems as well. Get in touch with Jason Briggs and his team through the Banging Olufsen website or indeed their social media. They're very active on Instagram, I know, and Twitter as well. And uh, a shout out to Cytoplan for their support, the association with the podcast. Supplements I genuinely believe in, and the family have taken for 20 years. I know people say genuinely, it seems insincere, doesn't it, in a way? But I think we have taken it for a long, long period of time. And my father has helped design some of those supplements, food based supplements that are absorbed like food would be into your system. And as I say, if you listen to the podcast earlier this summer with my father, he kind of outlines generally without a big push for plan, but a general theory about why supplementation is important in an era of mass industrial farming where soil is turned over regularly and doesn't have chance to, to kind of regain the nutrient base, particularly the micronutrients, the trace elements uh selenium zinc things like that that's why he, he's a big supporter of a supplement called immunovite and he's actually working on one soon coming up a one-stop shop with cytoplan in terms of i think four tablets you'd be able to take in a day that would encompass all your vitamins particularly vitamin D. moment, do get outside this weekend it's a lovely weather and that's the best way to get vitamin d but vitamin d c um all the B vitamins as well, and um, I won't go on for too much because I'm not a nutritionist or a specialist, but you get the picture, we believe in them, and you can get 10% discount with the code DRAPER10, all capital letters, at cytoplan.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Apologies for the breakup and the interference. As I say, as a boxer on the move, preparing for a big, big night in Essex on August the 8th. Get behind him, if you're from Gloucestershire in particular, good local lad who come up through adversity almost an orphan really at 16, living on his own in Cheltenham, homeless. And he's uh, he's made a real fist of it now, going to be a married man and uh, also uh, sort of uh, a resurgent boxer as well. I get to sign off hopefully in his own, in his own way and not with the, those scans last year. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend. Hope you're well and I'll speak to you uh, soon.